Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I welcome you to a Falls Count Anywhere Friday where everything is on the table. All Elite Wrestling will be live on Wednesday nights on TNT this fall. Vince McMahon finally comments on AEW. Mark Henry defends himself against claims of bias for the WWE and defends an up-and-coming superstar against social media hate. All Elite Wrestling goes live on TNT October 2nd. Mark and I will tell you our thoughts on the decision to go live on Wednesdays, the potential of going head-to-head with NXT on FS1, and what Vince had to say during the corporate media call yesterday about AEW's use of what he calls blood and guts. Plus, Mark Henry defends himself against bias of being too pro-WWE and also defends former NXT UK women's champion Rhea Ripley from the social media trolls. You do not want to miss this. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Dave, I I have a false count anywhere. You do? If there's ever been one, this is one. It's out of the blue. There's been no prep for what I'm about to say. There's been no recourse, no conversation, nothing. It just came to my mind, and I have to say it. Go ahead. Floor's yours. <sighs> Guys, Google Rhea Ripley. There was an asshole that said that she looked like a man. She does not look like a man. I don't know where this person got this information from. Maybe they've never seen a woman before. She is fine as hell. And my wife knows because I had to precurse this and tell her, hey, pointed at her. That girl right there, tough as hell when we were in Orlando. Tough as hell. Somebody said she looked like a man. She said, who? (laughs) Like my wife reacted like I did. Who? What asshole did that? She don't look like, and I talked to her in Tampa at the reunion show. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen, did you see my reply to that comment? And she said, yes, I did. And I didn't have your number, but I wanted to call you and say thank you for defending me. I said, no, 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 no. You don't ever have to defend yourself against these trolls. Like, please, like, just know that, other men like me who understand what physically it takes to have muscles like yours, they will never understand you're wasting your breath 
You'll never understand. They'll never understand what it takes to work so hard. I heard the same thing about Bianca Belair. Is there somebody prettier than Bianca Belair? She's very attractive. Very attractive. And these dimwits that never been to a gym before, and that's who it is. It's a probably about a 300-pound guy with freckles and a mustache and pimples all over their face in their mama's basement, don't have a job, living off the government, just everything that you can think of that would be somebody that knows nothing about work is making that statement. So just disregard all of these going forward. Disregard everybody that makes these comments about women because very likely they've never been with one. Wow. Thank you. Alex. That's called the that's called the strong stance, my friend. That's a strong stance right there. I was so pissed, man. I'm looking at this beautiful woman, and when we when I when I brought it up, she dropped her head. She hung. I said, "Don't hang your head. The hell with them. Screw them." And then we went into the conversation. But she is beautiful, man. Like I mean, all the way around, and not only beautiful. But fine, like strong, fine, like Serena Williams built, fine, muscular, but curvy, like the whole the whole gambit, and and can work. I'm so happy that she's a wrestler. <laughs> she's a man. She's one of us. I'm proud of that, and I hate it when people criticize something that's beautiful that they absolutely know nothing about. I mean, man. Okay. Anyway, no, false I mean, count anywhere. One more had, had to hit it. No, I'm glad, and you felt you felt uh, compelled to do it, and I'm glad that you did. You know, obviously, coming out of last weekend, Mark, you and I spoke a lot about social media and taking yeah. things out of context, and you know, trying to make headlines and clicks and things like that. When you're, you're basing it on something that obviously, in the conversation that we're having had nothing to do with what we were talking about. And everybody's entitled to have an opinion. But, you know, words hurt, do hurt. And unfortunately, in this day and age of social media, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a definitely somebody that needs to kind of change my attitude. You can get 100 tweets complimenting you, but it's the one that doesn't that you kind of hang on. And, and I'm sure that's the case here with Ripley as well. Somebody who, who definitely tweets a lot about the negativity on social media and stop the body shaming on social media. Somebody who gets a ton of criticism on social media, Mark, is Paige. You know, if, if you follow Paige at all, I mean, it seems like she's always responding to somebody that's got something to say about her body. She gets a lot of tweets about people calling her fat. I don't know how anybody how? could. I don't know how anybody could look at Paige and think that she's, you know, fat. And if she was, and if she was, who cares? Like that's, you know, like it's, it's, but it's just like everybody, if you don't have something nice to say verbally, then you know what? You shouldn't go on social media and say it either. You know, social media, we, we got to start policing social media a little bit better than we do. And just because you're afraid to say it to somebody's face, then you know what? You shouldn't go to social media and say it either. You know what? That, that it's, it's hiding. It's basically verbal abuse. And then hiding. 
That's what they're doing. If you really want to go out there and post something like that, post it and then say, hey, this is my phone number. This is my email. If you got something to say, hit me back. Don't hide. Let us see who you are. You know, it's kind of like these videos you see where uh, people go on these racist rants and then people find out their real name and their address and their where they live and where they work and say, okay, here's the person, like reach out to them, see if they, what they have to say now, which I don't have a problem with. If you're willing to say it, you should be willing to stand up and take the heat. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The news broke on Wednesday as soon as we signed off here on Busted Open that AEW is now going to be on Wednesdays 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. And the WWE, obviously, on Wednesday nights is NXT. Rumor has it that NXT may be moving to FS1 to be a more of a counter-program against AEW. First of all, what do you think about AEW live two hours on TNT every single Wednesday night? You know what? I think it's going to be very difficult to every week do what we've seen AEW do without more people rising up and becoming household names. Uh, I really would like to see uh, Mr. Spears turn into an everyday household name. I think that he can do it. I've always been a fan. Um, They're going to need other people to kind of step up and be in that top eight, top 12 uh, guys. And if they can do that, they're going to be able to hold their own. Um, you know, when you first glance at the roster, it doesn't seem like the AEW roster is that deep, Mark. But they have about 59 wrestlers on their roster. Is that enough? And if for you, because most of those names are probably not mainstream names, what do you think is like the best way to sprinkle those wrestlers on a two-hour show that they be, can be at least become names that the fans will be familiar with? I think you made a great point yesterday, and Bully Ray made a great point. It's not always um, getting a win. It's getting over. Mm-hmm. And they need more guys to have matches that get them over than for them to take a win. And – it can be done. I mean, it's, it's a proven thing that people come from out of nowhere. You just have to, like, have them shine. Like, put them in a spot where people see them and succeed. And, you know, if they lose, let them slip on a banana peel or, you know, something creative where they it was that close. You know, that's, that's the thing that makes talent. And 59 talent, that's enough. You only need 12 to 14. Wow. You only need 12 to 14 bona fide, certified G's, if you will. Like, that's all you need. And you can run a show, a three-hour show with that many talent every week if the stories are done correctly and they make sense. Well, another question that I have to ask you when it comes to AEW, their next big show is all out August 31st. The main event is 
Chris Jericho, and our guest yesterday, Hangman Adam Page. Ooh, winner, star. Yep, winner is going to be the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, and is going to be the AEW World Heavyweight Champion when they debut October second on TNT. If it was up to you, Mark, who would you like to see as that champion? Should it be Chris Jericho, the bona fide superstar that everybody knows? Or should it be somebody like a hangman Adam Page who's young that maybe people don't know, but you know is a bona fide superstar? Who would you go with? You know what? I would go with Page. And I'm wow. and I'm the reason I'm gonna answer the reason why. Bully Ray made a great point. Everybody knows Chris Jericho. Everybody knows that Chris Jericho is the face of the company. He's the most recognized star there. He's got the most pelts on his wall, the more heads on his mantle. Like Chris Jericho has been there, done that, main evented WrestleMania, been world unified champion, done everything there is to do. Is The Hall of Fame ring is waiting on him to retire. Mm -hmm. It's waiting. It's going to happen. And that being said, who better to have Chris Jericho being champion? He was champion. He's done everything. Or Chris Jericho that's pissed off that some upstart young guy came and pulled off the win of his life and got him, and he's at a deficit now, and he's determined to destroy this guy's career, not just win the title back, not just get, not just to – uh, be the face of the company, but a mad Chris Jericho. And I'm going to end his career. I'm going to break his ankle. I'm going to dislocate his shoulder. I'm going to gouge out his eye, Chris Jericho. That's that's who I want to see. Sounds like a good story to start your TV show with, too. Yeah, and it's, it's something that's compelling. It's going to make people listen to you in a way that they hadn't tuned. Sometimes you get tuned out. You just get, oh, it's just, it's you know, wrestling. I'm, I'm going to go watch a wrestling match. I'm going to be entertained for a little while. But this can really make everybody, especially the young people that watch the show, it will make them feel like, wow, it's us against the world. And that's what you want to do. You want to, you want to, you want the crowd to dictate, um, what they want to see rather than giving them what you want. This is a really good point by you, Mark, because I think at all out, if you have Jericho against hangman, Adam page and Jericho wins, I think the story with him and hangman page is over. But if you have hangman page win and he's your champion for that debut episode, then that's a story that you can kind of be the foundation for their first episode moving forward. I think it's a win-win situation for AEW, Mark, because if you go with Hangman Page, and you're absolutely right, that's something you could run with. But also having Chris Jericho as your champion, that familiar face that's been there and done that, AEW is in a really good situation for that debut episode on TNT. But in that situation, the best match on the show might not be the championship match. Because if you got Moxley, yep. whoever he works with is, man, he going to try to steal it. I know his mentality. I've sat with I, I understand his whole rationale. He's going to try to steal it. And then you got the Young Bucks who the 
I I mean, it's it's been a long time since I saw a tag match as good as the one that we witnessed in Las Vegas. Unbelievable match. You want to compete against that? And then <laughs> you got Cody. Yeah. It's like is is there going to be something that's going to get in between Spears and Cody? That's going to like that match will not be if if Chris Jericho is champion and he's not the angry dominating Chris revengeful Chris Jericho is not going to be the same. And you're right. They're, they're already building storylines before they've even had their first episode. Kudos to AEW. Can't wait to see what they're going to do in October. Now, speaking of the WWE, Vince McMahon spoke at WWE's second quarter earnings press conference yesterday, their conference call. And he had a couple of interesting things to say about the WWE product moving forward and also about AEW. So I want to quote some things that were off that second quarter earnings report and conference call. And Vince said this, we're going to be a bit edgier, but still remain in the PG environment. We won't come anywhere close to going into another level. That will be something we do in terms of the direction of content, more controversy, better storylines. At the same time, we are not going back to the attitude era. We're not going to do blood and guts such as being done on perhaps a new potential competitor. We're not going to go back to the gory crap that we graduated from. It's a more sophisticated product. As far as competition, uh, competition is concerned, the old adage is competition is good for everyone. I think that's generally the case. We're hoping that to the extent that they are competition, they don't continue with blood and guts and gory things that they've been doing, which we would be, which would be bad. I can't imagine, I can't speak for TNT, but I can't imagine they would put up with that. Interesting comments from Vince McMahon on, on many different levels. First with the WWE product, Mark, and I want to get your, I want to get your comments on this. He says the show's going to be a bit, a bit edgier, but they're still going to remain, you know, a PG product, and they won't come anywhere close. Forget about the Attitude Era; they won't come anywhere close to being into another level. What do you think about that direction for the WWE? I think that what Vince said is being an expert at steering the narrative. Vince is able to make that comment, which will get around to everybody, including TNT, mm -hmm. and basically tell them, are you going to lower yourself to blood and guts? That's what he's saying. <laughs> like, that's what I got out of it. It's and that's just what I'm saying. But I think that the network will be like, well, maybe our sponsors are not going to want us to do blood and guts. Maybe we should hold back, not not stop, but like not let them go all the way there. And um, I don't think it'll affect the product, but it will steer the crowd toward uh, there being a, a line you can't cross. And you know what, Mark? Wow. <laughs> what you just said there is a mouthful. Because it's not even about the crowd. It's not even about what the fans want. You just brought up sponsors and then TNT. You're right. If somebody, an executive from TNT, heard those comments from Vince McMahon, they probably are saying, "Well, wait, 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 what, what, wait a second, what did we sign up for here?" 
you know, are we going to get like something close to what the Attitude Era was? Are we going to get blood and guts in a negative way? Now, fans hear those terms and they get excited. But if you're a sponsor or an executive for TNT, you might not be thinking the same way as the fans do. No, and and one of the main things about that is concussion protocol, the medical staff, the people getting injured and having to have a certain amount of days to recover from those injuries. Um, when you when you put yourself out there like that, you're going to have to go through a medical protocol, and somebody gets laced up, and blood is everywhere you're going to need at least three or four days to let that big scar heal up and seal up. Uh, you got to make sure they got to get on antibiotics and all of that kind of stuff. You get hit with a chair in the head, like you're, you know, later on people are going to say, well, I, I work there. I have like six concussions. I want 50 million. Like that is one of the reasons why the products have gone out of not only out of protection for the athlete, but for protection from the companies, because you look at the lawsuits that the NFL and um, and M Major League Soccer have paid out so many millions of dollars to athletes that have been injured with CTE type injuries. That's what they're going to be facing eventually, and um, if you don't want to go down that road, then you do the right thing and uh, set in really stringent medical protocols. Now, Mark, when, what you're talking about is safety, and safety is always a concern, and with your athletes that you have, you have to be safe. You, you don't want to go down that road where you're dealing with concussions, especially this day and age. But, like, the verbiage that Vince McMahon used, like and he mentioned, we're not going to do blood and guts and we're not going back to the gory crap that we graduated from. When I hear blood and guts, I don't I don't necessarily think of chair shots. I think of kind of like th- th- there's there's a glowing term to to blood and guts to me. You the know, crimson mass yes. is over. Like, you know, two guys both bleeding profusely. The ring is covered in blood. Um just for uh health reasons. Because we, you know, every six months in the WWE, when I was competing, you would have to do a cardiogram, you'd have to do a stress test, you have to do blood, you have to do it at least two or three uh, drug tests, random drug tests. Um, I mean, so and a, and a CAT scan, you 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 get a CAT scan. So, like, there's a lot of stuff. It costs a lot of money to do that. And you eliminate a lot of that by not doing it. I get it. I I get what you're saying 100%. But I'm just going to go back to an AEW product that we just saw, Double or Nothing. And, Mark, you were there, too, with me. And it was that match between Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes. Okay? And I'll have to tweet out the picture a little bit later. But anyone who saw it. I loved it, by the way. To me, it was the match of the year. I, to, to me, it's one of my, my favorite matches of all time. That's how much I love the story and I love what took place in the ring. But and don't do it every day, every day. You can't. You and you and you know what? It, it loses it loses its specialty if you do it every day. That's something you do like once a year, maybe even more than maybe even less than once a year. You know what I'm saying? Like once yeah. every two years or something. 
But I, 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 I subscribe to Fighting Spirit magazine. There's a quote that I want to I want to say from that magazine in regards to Dustin and Cody, and it said this: It was the performance of Dusty Road of Dustin Rhodes' career, as his incredible blood loss added drama and an aura of violence too often lacking today. And I hear that quote, and it's so true. I look at that match. And it brings brings me back to a time where I fell in love with pro wrestling. And I think the quote is right. It's the blood loss, added drama, and it's an aura of violence too often lacking today. When I fell in love with pro wrestling, right or wrong, I fell in love with the violent aspect of pro wrestling. Same thing with football. There was something about the violence of pro football, the hitting, the you know, the hard-hitting action of football that I fell in love with. It seems like... Violence is something that pro wrestling has gotten away from. I don't know if that's a good thing no, or a bad it hasn't. thing. All you got to do is tune in and watch Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is violent, intimidating, and you fear for everybody that goes in the ring with him. When was the last time you saw blood? When was the last time you seen somebody get hit in the head with a chair? Fall off a scaffold climb to the top of a ladder and have somebody Brock or dive on somebody or somebody dive on Brock. You haven't. You can do it without the blood and guts. It's proven. Create a monster. Create somebody that's able to give you a sense of fear. I fear for the guys that go in the ring with Brock. I know they're going to go to Suplex City. I don't want it as a fan, but I can't wait to see one of those guys block something or move and he hits and eats it and he stomp, gets his head stomped in the ground. I look forward to that. So there, there's on both sides of the coin, you can build that drama and it can be done. So like you said, a year, maybe every year and a half. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see somebody come out with the tax and get backdrop onto the tax. Yeah, I love it. I love wrestling, period. But I don't want to see that every day. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Alex, how about we read a couple of tweets from the Busted Open Nation? Do you do you really want me to, Dave? Or yes. just one. Are you or sure? just one. All right. I'll give you one. Our friend Nikki checks in and says, I'm sorry, but this conversation is very anti-AEW, Busted Open. The narrative is very clear when Mark is on. Brock, <gasps> Brock is not violent. He's got four moves at most. Jesus H. Christ, this is the most biased conversation I've ever heard. All right. First of all... I am not biased, Nikki. This is not something that is predetermined. I'm going to talk negatively about AEW, which I have never done. I've always been fair. And if you feel like I'm being negative to AEW, then let me set the record straight. 
I just said that I want to see the blood and guts, just not very often. That's exactly what I said. Also, I said, Dave just said that that was the match of the year. And I agreed that that was the match of the year. We had Ronda Rousey in a main event at WrestleMania. And still, I agreed that an AEW show that was not WrestleMania, I thought was the most entertaining match of the year. I went so far as maybe about 30 minutes ago to say how impressive the tag match with the Young Bucks and was it eight, eight, what was the It's the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. Most entertaining tag match that I've seen in a long time. I was on the edge of my seat. How in the world could I be biased to AEW? When I'm answering a question as it relates, I'm analyzing what Vince McMahon said in a way that's not anti-AEW. It is informative about the philosophy that he is using to paint the narrative to the network. That's what I was doing. It wasn't the, me going, oh, I'm all WWF or WWE, which I was all WWF and WWE. That's not where I was going. I'm, 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 I'm sharing, I'm breaking it down so that everybody can understand what's being said toward the networks. It has nothing to do with the talent. I'm not anti-anybody. I talk so good about Spears. I love him. I think he was an underused talent that it's a travesty almost. He was so good. I talked about Moxley. As far as I can think of, Brock Lesnar is the only talent that, well, Brock Lesnar and Miss Ripley are the only two people that I mention their names on this show. Everything else has been AEW. And a defense rest. And I'll say this. First of all, I know. I still from, love you, Nikki. No, Nikki. Listen, Nikki's a, a, a loyal member like, of the call nation. In. Call in. Call in and let's talk. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be hateful or anything. I'm not that guy. No, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. But yeah. like, but if you're if you're going to go on social I'll media, I'll take your apology. If you're going to call, go on social, <laughs> and this is this is some of the problems with social media because this is a two way talk show. So you could call in, and we can have a, a discussion and a debate. But when you put words out there on social media on Twitter, then it's out there for everybody to see. So then people read Nikki's tweet that may not be listening to the show, and they say, oh, look at Mark Henry, WWE guy, you know, propag- spreading, spreading propaganda and eating on AEW. But if they were actually listening to the show, they would know that's not the case. You're right. a fan of Brock Lesnar. Nikki, I think it all stems from you're a fan of Brock Lesnar. Nikki's not a fan of Brock Lesnar. But as yeah. far as AEW, and I'll go That's a step- what it sounded like. Yeah. How can you go from uh, me saying that Brock Lesnar gives you an element of fear and danger? 
You mean to tell me, Nikki, that you really think that when Brock Music plays, that you're not thinking, oh, man, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> somebody's going to Suplex City. That's what the fans think. You're one of the fans. So, you know what? I digress. No, it's a, again, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and everyone yeah. could call in, and we can have a conversation about things, and that's exactly what we're going to do because we're going back to the Busted Open Nation. Let's go out to Dan in Long Island. Dan, what did you want to say on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday? Hey, Dave. Hey, Mark. How you guys doing this What's morning? What's up, man? Hey, so I was actually going to talk about the competition with AEW and NXT, but now this whole entire blood and guts co- uh, conversation you guys are having completely changed my mindset. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, so, go ahead. That's good. That's a good thing. So the thing is, I, I like it. I agree with you, Dave. I think the Dustin and Cody match has been the match of the year, and I don't think there'll be another match that will top that. Mark, I just wanted to ask you this about the whole entire blood and guts thing. What is the last feud you think in the WWE that deserved blood in a match? Because I've been trying to think. I ha- I can't name you one feud besides Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, that entire feud about two years ago, that blood could be used in one of those matches, like the non-sanctioned match, street fight, and then the last man standing match. I can't name you one single feud that blood could have been used in the WWE. And that's been, I think, one of the biggest problems. Well, there's like, only one like, match that I could think of, and – uh, Drew McIntyre and um, um, well, he's John Moxley now, but uh, Dean Ambrose when they did the last standing match <clears throat> after that big kick that he gave him mm-hmm. when his he was handcuffed to the to the railing. If he came up bloody, I'd have been like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I I understand that, but the thing is, as fans, we knew Ambrose was already going at that time. I'm talking about like a storyline like can lead up to a match where blood is being used. Like I said, the Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano uh, feud for like an entire year. That storyline was being built up and built up and built up. Mm-hmm. If we saw blood at that New Orleans takeover, fans would have lost – like I was there in person. I was losing my shit at the event. It was an amazing – the crowd was into it. Yep. I'm just saying WWE has a problem that – they don't build up feuds like back in the day. I used um, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. They had blood in almost all the matches, but it made sense. I Like I said, I can't name a single feud right now or in past year from WWE, the main roster, that could use blood and guts. I Like I said, I, I love the conversation, but like I said, I can't name you one thing from the WWE that could use blood. Can I, can I ask you a question? Do you mean yeah. that in the sense that you don't see a match that needed it, or is there? Are you saying that there were <clears throat> that there were several matches that you thought might have been enhanced if it happened? See, the I can't name like a single. Come on, I man, just answer a, the question. Well, well, here's a, I can no, I can't say there has been a single match that could have used blood in the match to make it better. Okay. Like, when I saw in the New Orleans WrestleMania, when Roman Reigns is when busted open, I was like, that that came out of nowhere. I was completely shocked about that. So, like I said, if WWE needs to build up a, a, a blood-worthy feud that could could use blood, that's my opinion. Well, I mean— Love the show. 
I love the show, guys. Thank so. you. And Thank Dan, you, man, for And calling. Dan, really good call. And a couple of things. First of all, you kind of forget, but the WrestleMania in New Orleans, a little over a year ago, I mean, Brock Lesnar busted Roman Reigns open in that match, the main event sure at WrestleMania. And, you know, if you look back and a couple— we, And, Jay, Dave, you and I both said that Roman should have just gathered himself and busted his ass yes. open. Yes. So you, you, you get probably blood in the WWE a little bit more than you think. Hey, we're about to do SummerSlam. A few SummerSlams back here in Brooklyn. Didn't Brock Lesnar bust open Randy Orton in the middle of the ring at SummerSlam in the yeah. main event? So we have seen some blood. Now, like, I mean, I get, the WWE has kind of gotten you accustomed to the fact that you're not going to see blood. And you right. don't expect to see blood. So when you see it, it's a shock. The referee but, will jump in with the gloves yes. and put, apply pressure. The doctor is going to be there real quick with a towel and wipe it all up and try to stop it as best they can. It's like a boxing match. And you, you, you that's what you would do is you would go and try to bring a doctor in, a cut man, and put some Vaseline on it, uh, anticoagulant, something to that effect. And then let the match go on. Yeah, and the WWE, is, they have made a conscious effort to get away from that. Perfect example would be this, Mark. You had a few years back at WrestleMania, you had John Cena and The Rock. And John Cena and The Rock built up that match for an entire year. For an entire year, that story was being told, and then they finally got in the ring together at WrestleMania. If that was 30 years ago, there probably would have been blood in that match. But, you know, now in the culture of the WWE, and like Vince McMahon said, he wants to get away from that. That's his decision. It's his company. He he feels that the product is, quote-unquote, more sophisticated now. He doesn't want that. That doesn't doesn't mean that he's, he's right. This is the course that he's chosen, and it's worked because he feels like, hey, it's more acceptable to families and to children when you go that way. Me, as a 48-year-old man, I'd rather see the blood that that doesn't mean that necessarily everybody else wants to see that as well. Right, and and, and it's all based off opinion. And if I have my opinion about it, that's different than me saying that I speak for the WWE. Nikki, I don't, I don't speak for the WWE. I'm, I'm here on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, discussing wrestling with my partner and co-host, my producer, sound engineer. Like that's that's the room that I'm talking to. It's a it's a small room, so it's is there's no office, there's no suits involved in in my discussions, and the WWE is not paying me to talk bad about the W. AEW and AEW is not paying me to say anything positive about them and being negative to the WWE. It's a wash. It's 100% um, just random when we start talking. This is a false count anywhere. We're just talking about everything. That's right. And just because. Have you seen a theme to this show? There's no theme. We're talking about it. We we just. Alex just picked up a, a tweet. And, and read it. And now we're discussing that whole deal. That's it. This is the best talk show for wrestling in the world. Otherwise, I would not be on it. There you go. And just because you don't agree doesn't mean that it's biased. And by the way, with 
Mark Henry, WWE Hall of Famer that you saw in the ring at Raw Reunion. He was also the same man that was at Double or Nothing and in the locker room with me doing interviews with AEW Talent. So I don't see any kind of bias. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.